Church, I am turning now to the Gospel of Luke, the first chapter, verses 26 through 38. And I'm going to ask if you would to please stand out of respect for the good news of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We pray God's blessing upon this, your holy word, O God, and the proclamation of it. This is the birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be frightened, Mary, the angel told her, for God has decided to bless you. You will become pregnant and have a son, and you are to name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. And he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can I have a baby? I am a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby born to you will be holy And he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she's already in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant, and I am willing to accept whatever he wants. May everything you have said, come true. And the angel left. This is the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen and amen. You may be seated, church. So, church, I have uh, entitled this sermon for this fourth Sunday of Advent, finding miracles in the mess. Finding miracles in the mess. That came to me this week as I was uh, reflecting and, and praying over this scripture, as I was praying for folks who are struggling with life and struggling with COVID and struggling with moves, struggling just with general sickness, finding miracles in the mess. Now look, church, if we're all honest with ourselves, 2020 has been a mess, has it not? It has been an absolute mess for each and every one of us in a variety of different ways and on a variety of different levels. But you know what? 2020 really has been a mess. And I hope that in faith we can share that with God from the heart and also know that God hears 
that lament, that, that cry uh, from us, uh, that, that indeed it has been a mess uh, in multiple ways and on multiple levels. Now, as I was thinking about the mess that uh, this year has truly been, I was also thinking and reflecting how in many ways Mary finds herself in a messy situation, if you think about it. Okay, let's go to the text and let me uh, explain myself here. I'm going to pick up with verse 27, okay? And and I want you to hear these words, okay? And and then I'm going to unpack them a bit. But Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ, finds herself in uh, truly a messy situation. Okay, Uh, Mary was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. Let me just stop there, okay, and say this. It wasn't an everyday occurrence that an angel of the Lord, a messenger, came to someone, okay? So the mere fact that this angel Gabriel came to this lowly servant, okay, Mother Mary, was a shocker, okay? It took her by surprise. It just wasn't an everyday occurrence. So, in a lot of ways, by the angel coming, the messenger, this, in many ways, disrupted her day. It disrupted her life. And this angel, Gabriel, he's about to give her news, okay, that she's not expecting, okay? Therefore, in her own mind, as she's processing what this messenger is about to tell her, wow, let me tell you, it's going to be a shocker, and it's going to get messy as she's thinking about it, but it's God who gives her hope and peace about it. So, Gabriel appeared to her, verse 28, and said, greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. Okay, okay, I'm with you, I'm with you, I I can handle this. So far, so good, okay, but here's what the scripture says. Now, this is the NLT version, okay, the New Living Translation. I love this, okay, because it speaks to us. It can speak to the heart. It can speak to each individual. Verse 29, this is Mary's response, as Scripture tells it, confused and disturbed. Did you hear that? Confused and disturbed. Think about it. If a messenger of God came to visit you and gave you news, would you too be confused and disturbed? Maybe shocked, maybe in awe, maybe you'd not be walking toward the angel but running away from the angel, right? Because it's not an everyday occurrence. It's not something that happens in real time. But here's the thing, it happened to Mary, and there's a point, there's a reason, there's a divine plan why this is happening. But you know what? Human nature, it's kicking in now, right? It's kicking in for Mary. It would kick in for you and I. And she's confused and she's disturbed like you and I would be. So Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. 
Don't be afraid, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. Picking up with verse 31, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. Wow. Wow. Hey, I've never heard from an angel before. The angel Gabriel comes to me and says that I'm about to be pregnant with the God-man, Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Hold on to that because it gets better here. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. Picking up with verse 32, he will be, a very, he will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Wow, what news is being delivered to this mother-to-be? She's shocked. And you know what? I, as well as the rest of us, would be what? Confused and disturbed by this news. It's messy. It's messy because a lot of thoughts, a lot of emotion Hey, Lord, really? I cannot believe what you were telling me. It's just messy. Of course, it's messy in the human mind, right? Is it not? It's messy in the human mind. But God gives her reassurances. And he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Verse 33. Okay, verse 34. Mary asked the angel, ah, I love this. I love this because this is the natural human response. Here's what you're telling me will happen, okay? I've heard you, okay? Here's how she responds. But how can this happen? I am a virgin. Wow, you want to talk about messy. Lord, I don't get it. I, I, I hear it, but I don't get what you're telling me. This news does not make sense to the mind. I'm not processing it, Lord. I am a virgin, Mary says. Verse 35, the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the Son of God. Listen to me, church. Even during our messiest moments in life, and let me just make this comment, messy is messy, is it not? Messy families, messy friends, messy holidays, messy traffic, messy, messy, messy. Messy is messy. Life is messy. But hear me say this, and the Word of God backs this up. When life is messy, know that God, in fact, in that messiness, can provide a miracle. 
in the midst of our messiest moments. God can provide and does a miracle. Mary is hearing what Gabriel is saying, but she's not understanding it. And her mind, as any mind will do, just begins to wander. I am a virgin, Lord. How is this going to happen? And what does the angel say? And I love this. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So this baby to be born will be holy. He has been set apart, set aside for a divine plan, a divine purpose, and he will be called Son of God. Wow. A miracle in the midst of a very messy life moment. To illustrate how God provides a miracle in the midst of the messiness of life, I want to take you to that story called Footprints in the Sand. Okay, now, just a, a personal testimony there. My, my mother had a picture of footprints in the sand on her bedroom wall, okay? So as far back as I can remember, every time I would go in to my mother's room, of course it was there, footprints in the sand. This poem was there, and visually, okay, I'm thinking about that. I'm connecting to that. Maybe you have this same poem somewhere in your home, okay? It's powerful, okay? Let me quickly retell it. So there is a man walking with God on the beach. It's a beautiful morning, and as they were walking together, of course, there's two sets of footprints, and the man, as he is talking with God, reflects on the good days in his life and also the not-so-good days of his life. Let's call them the messy days in his life. And as they're walking, they're talking, and the man gets to a point in their walk, where he looks back. And what he looks back to, very obviously, are two sets of footprints. But he notices along the way that those two sets of footprints, in some moments where it was really messy, two sets of footprints became one. And the man, and in his human way, turns to God and said, God, in the messiness of life, when I was really hurting and I felt darkness in my heart and in my mind, why did you leave me, Lord? What was the point of that? And God, in God's way, very gracefully says this, 
I love you. I will never leave you. During those messy points in your life, during your darkest hour, the reason why you only see one set of footprints, that was the time that I was carrying you, you see. I was carrying you through your mess. I was carrying you through your darkness. I love you, and I will never forsake you, God tells the man. So you see, church, what I want you to know this day, and what this gospel text shares with us this day, that in even in the midst of our messiest moments, guess what? God is offering true miracles for you and I. I hope that we are able to see them, to hear them, to know them, and to experience them. But we must do that in faith. We must do that not doubting, but fully trusting. And how do we know that? How do we know that, in fact, God will provide miracles even in our mess? Well, the Word of God backs it up. Listen to this, and I'm going to go to verse 37 here where it says this, after Mary finds out that she will birth the Christ child, not quite figuring it out. You need the icing on the cake, do you not? You need that last little bit of reassurance, and the Word of God backs it up with this, verse 37. For the Word of God will never fail, you see. Let that ring in your ears this day, that in our mess, church, the Word of God will never fail. Glory, hallelujah. Let me offer a word of prayer for us. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, this year, if we're being honest, has been a mess. It's been a mess for each and every one of us. It's been a mess for families. It's been a mess, oh God, for households. It's been a mess for working people. It's been a mess for retired people. It's just been a mess. So God, and the emotional and mental and spiritual toll that this year has taken on us all, oh God, it's too much to bear, Lord. It's too much to handle. Our fragile frames, oh God, we're not meant, we're not designed to bear this kind of weight. Lord, here's what your word tells us. That is, by the way, eternal. And that is, in the midst of the mess, you offer miracles. Mary knew that, and she was ministered to. I pray, Lord, that we can hear that and know that this day and be ministered to. Because the miracle, O oh God, for every believer is coming. 
the birth of Jesus Christ. And we need Jesus Christ to be born in our homes, in our hearts, and into our very spirits now more than ever, Lord. So I pray that as Jesus comes to be born once again, that we, O oh God, are ready, ready, O oh God, and willing to receive him. Glory, hallelujah, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' holy name. Amen.